0: Welcome, welcome, welcome,
1: to the I'm not going to work well podcast.
0: Yeah. What's up, Beads?
1: What's up, Wolfman? Happy 420.
0: Happy 420.
1: Yeah. It's not going to be 420 anymore by the time this comes out. No. But it's 420 right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> kind of aggravated. I can't participate in 420.
1: I'm, uh, strictly can't. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays, anyhow. Happy happy holidays, people.
0: (laughs) Enjoy as you see fit.
1: Yeah. We broke out the scotch today.
0: We did. It was good scotch. You know, I don't like scotch usually, but for some reason, that particular bottle is really good to me. The first few sips,
1: uh, they didn't like me too much. Really? (laughs) We didn't get along.
0: They got along pretty well with me. I, I, I dig it. It's smooth.
1: Towards the end there, after I got used to it, it's been a long time since I drank any whiskey.
0: Yeah. I don't, you know, what's really weird Like, We used to tie one on quite often we Back did. in the day Shoot em. I don't really drink a whole lot anymore
1: Me neither Because <laughs> it's yeah. not It's not nearly as fun to deal with a hangover When you're full grown adult
0: Yeah, no, hangovers are not fucking worth it I'm probably going to have a hangover tomorrow, honestly <laughs> well, You again, got a whole I beer
1: right there you didn't drink
0: Yeah, I'm probably not going to now at this point Because <laughs> it's like Been sitting there for an hour or so
1: I drank three beer, three beers in a shot.
0: I had like four or five beers and two glasses of whiskey. Yeah, some of that scotch. All right, we we have dubbed it the uh, "We Survived Scotch."
1: Yep, the "We Survived Scotch." Yeah, what'd you survive with, man?
0: Uh, I barely have survived so far. A bunch of freaking kobolds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kobolds. Which, did for you? those
0: that are not in the know. Kobolds are basically lizards that get big <laughs> and can talk. <laughs> and they're really stupid.
1: Yep. But got, they got you anyway.
0: Yeah, they, they, did, they did quite a number on me. Quite a number indeed.
1: Kobolds that are immune to fire damage.
0: Yeah, that didn't help any. Yeah, Fireball
1: was the... I mean, the clear solution. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, you know, most of our party is fire-based. There's not a lot of, like you know, cold or any other kind of damage. It's just it's just a lot of fire. Which normally works really well. It does not right now though. <laughs> to to set the stage a little bit, I suppose, for those that are interested, to 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 the Tammy. To the Tammy. Um <laughs> by the way, um side note here. We have decided did decided, yeah. That our fan base is now going to be known as the Tammys <laughs> because of our one fan.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just it's just Tammy. Tammy's the only person that watches this.
0: <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> Other than us and, like, the guys that are in the D&D party. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so anyway.
1: It doesn't matter how big our following gets. Our following is called Tammy.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, um, was it your mom's house? Their fan base is called Jeans and Mommies.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. has a name for their fan base. Yeah. Like Game Grumps, they have Lovelies.
0: I don't think Rogan calls his fans anything.
1: Yeah, Rogan doesn't really give a fuck.
0: No. That that guy's in the league of his own. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of feels like podcast inception talking about other podcasts on a podcast while we're podcasting. Hey
1: bro, I heard you like podcasts. <laughs> so I got you
0: a podcast so
1: you could podcast while you podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, exhibit. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. We got fucked up by a bunch of kobolds.
1: Yeah, that is incredible. Well, I mean, they weren't just basic ass kobolds. No, they
0: were, they were pretty potent, you know. There's yeah. some little fellows with scorpions on sticks.
1: <laughs> Those inventors were pain.
0: Yeah, no, they, uh, they fucked me up. The little caster fellows fucked me up. They all fucked me up.
1: <laughs> the sorcerers that sat in the back and did range damage. Yeah. Well, that was fucked.
0: Yeah, uh, the barbarian that's supposed to be like the tank, the guy that can take everything.
1: You ate that. Fire.
0: I ate all of it. <laughs> ate all of it. I ended up with one health point at the very end.
1: How's it feel to be mortal again? <laughs> oh, it
0: sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> Next time I make a barbarian, I'm going with baby's first barbarian, just going like uh, totem bear all the way.
1: I I really got to thank past me for that encounter, dude. That was designed specifically because I know right around level six, motherfuckers start relying on fireball. Yeah. (laughs) Just, and it is really, really cool. I just really like the lore that just because a dragon is like nesting or has a lair nearby, the surrounding area has drastic changes.
0: Yeah. I I, I started thinking that you did that on purpose. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the (laughs) book. Well, I mean, yeah, I know that the dragon lore is in the book.
1: I've been talking about heat is death for a long time.
0: Yeah, you you have really set the stage for us there. I commend you on your storytelling ability.
1: I'm I'm really excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to work on it a little bit. I feel like my storytelling from last week's one shot that we didn't really get to talk about was not quite on par.
1: Well, you know, it was your first. It was your first shot. Yeah. The first three of mine were terrible. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you guys seemed to enjoy it somewhat. The getting lost in the maze part didn't really seem that enjoyable. It didn't really feel that enjoyable to run it in that aspect.
1: It was fun. I mean, the there's co- little things that, you know, you're flexing your DM muscles. Those yeah. muscles you didn't even know you had.
0: Yeah, I, I'm working on getting those toned up.
1: Yeah, you did a good job, though. I mean, you still, you knew... How to drive narratively?
2: Yeah,
1: and you can tell you've been watching a lot of critical role. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I heard Toothy Maul, I was like, "Oh, there he is!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, you'll be proud. I started listening to, um uh, Acquisitions Incorporated. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, I'm only like two episodes in, but it's pretty good. You know, the it's real it's real slow burn. The first one I listened to. Because it's right when um the cleric's sister gets introduced as the uh what do you call it? The the, the like dronica. rival the rival adventuring party. Yeah. And uh Jim Darkmagic is like screwing her. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, Tammy <laughs> <laughs> But I yeah, know. it's it's pretty interesting. They they got some good one one liners in there, you know. <laughs>
2: They're
0: pretty funny. Yeah, it's I love that ink. It's a lot more adult oriented. I feel like like Critical Role is fun for all ages. Yeah, it's more like a PG slash gets into PG thirteen territory because they do cuss every now and then.
1: No, they say fuck a lot actually. Yeah. There's a lot. Do you have any dick, pussy jokes? That are in yeah.
0: That show? The, some of them are eloquently put, at least though. You know, it's it's a little bit more subversive than the
1: ads might be a little wilder than the show. But, some, you know, yeah, or the ad reads <laughs> rather.
0: Yeah, you know, um, what's Sam his, gets crazy. Sometimes. Yeah, Sam Regal he gets he gets pretty into it in the ad reads.
1: <laughs> They're fantastic though.
0: Yeah, my my favorite one is when they do the D and D Beyond. Reads and Ashley gets in there and and Tallison gets in there and they start bouncing off of each other. Well, ah, geez, Mrs. Henderson. (laughs) That was from like the second season, I think, when they did most of those. When they got D and D Beyond as a sponsor.
1: Yeah, that's when they really like picked up huge. Yeah. Was it was that whenever they broke off and became their own thing, or were they still with Geek and Sundry?
0: No, this was after Geek and Sundry. This is, I think they broke from Geek and Sundry sometime in the first campaign. Hmm. It was somewhere like halfway through. <clears throat> I listened to a lot of campaign two. I'm working on campaign three now. Campaign one's still my favorite, though. That's it's like your first girlfriend. That one <laughs> always kind of holds a special spot in your heart, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a good one.
1: The first one I watched all the way through was actually Dice Camera Action, like from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, just He played Curse of Strahd, and it kind of set the tone for the rest of my D&D career. Yeah. I feel like everything has to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, horrible in a worldly sense. Like, Chris Perkins was amazing.
0: He, he is a good DM.
1: He's a really dark DM.
0: Yeah. And he can put on a show, too, you know? Yeah. He, he, he's a lot better at storytelling than I had initially given him the credit for.
1: You gotta hear it,
0: dude. Because, like, if you start with Matt Mercer, it's kind of hard to... That's a high bar. That is a very high bar. It's kind of hard to go anywhere else.
1: But, the, honestly, I feel like the truth is Matt Mercer is just, like, Chris Perkins' successor. Perkins, you know... They were the first ones to do the live D&D thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's been at it for a really long time. But Mercer definitely, like, just completely, he's a whole different level. Like, Perkins is, like, half development and then half DM. Perkins is all DM all the time, and he develops as he goes. Yeah, you know that is, yeah.
0: I I give Chris Perkins credit where credits due. Where he he is a lore master. Like, cause cause Matt Mercer made his own shit for the most part. You know, he he created the settings. He created you know he created Exandria. Yep. You know it's his world, whereas Chris Perkins is operating inside of. An established world, you know, he's in the Forgotten Realms and Waterdeep and all that stuff. And so that to me is harder because now you have to know somebody else's stuff. You can't just work off of your own stuff, you know, which is just coming out of your dome piece like Matt Mercer. And Perkins is just a wellspring of OG D and D knowledge.
1: Hell yeah. Well, because he came up, like, reading Dungeon Magazine. Like, there weren't any shows to watch. The only way he knew what people in other countries were doing, like, was reading magazines. Yeah. He read Dungeon Magazine, and he fucking, he said he drew, he wanted to draw dungeons. He wanted to, you know, do that. He wanted to make dungeons on paper. And so he submitted a few of them, and they accepted them. And that's how he got started. He just sent him enough, and they invited him, and in. he ended up having a job.
0: Yeah, wasn't he like the um, the the editor-in-chief at some point for Dungeon Magazine?
1: I think so. I
0: mean, that's pretty,
1: pretty big. Super impressive. You know,
0: especially back in, like, the early 90s when he was doing this because there wasn't internet, so the magazine was your source of information, you know, on the new stuff that was coming out.
1: And, dude, we're still pulling from those magazines. i hit you guys with a fucking plush golem that yeah. came from
0: Dungeon Magazine yeah see I didn't even know that
1: that's where it got, that's where I got it and you um, know was another golem I was going to throw at you guys
0: I threw some golems at you guys
1: you threw flesh golem
0: yeah I threw two flesh golems at you I hadn't anticipated the use of fire that you guys did because that was what really took them down
1: I can't even remember how we did that.
0: Uh, you, you you were just dealing fire damage.
1: Oh, oh, I was and doing zero and smite.
0: Yeah, and then John was doing sneak attack every five fucking seconds. Yeah, I you know I can see how that would get really aggravating as a DM. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Rogues are badass, especially if you know how to navigate them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you think about like any class can be really broken.
1: There's a. Sometimes, rogue kind of has that MMO effect where there's like a correct sequence to cycle through, you know, of your abilities yeah. for optimal output.
0: Yeah, you, you can power game the shit out of a Rogue.
1: Yeah. They're
0: pretty cool. They're pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> they just
1: murder stuff.
0: Fucking attack, attack, attack.
1: Attack, 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 attack.
0: Yeah, and then. It's, Dude, you get up in the high level rogues. So broken. Yeah.
1: Imagine if you were a rogue but you took 3 levels in uh planar whatever ranger. This is is this interesting for the podcast?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: We just went on a D&D rant.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's clearly interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, where were we? I distracted myself when I realized how much d and we were talking.
0: If you, like, well, you took a bunch of levels in Rogue and then took three levels in Planar Ranger or whatever it was that oh, you were yeah, playing yeah, as. yeah, Planar Warrior. Yeah.
1: And that way you could use a bonus action to, you know, turn all your damage into force damage uh-huh. to overcome which, what the fuck ever.
0: Which, for those that don't know, force damage is the most unresistible damage.
1: Yeah, fight. it's almost never resisted.
0: Yeah, basically, the only thing that does resist it is, like, gods, I think.
1: There's something, I can't remember what it is.
0: (laughs) There's a few other things, but it's pretty rare. Most everything is susceptible to force damage.
1: Yeah, like, that's one reason why warlocks are so OP, is they can so effectively and consistently deal force damage to you.
0: Well, that and the right kind of paladin, the right kind of paladin can fuck you up. Like, I always thought, like, playing a Barbarian Paladin would be cool because of that. Because so you got Rage, and then you get Smite on top of it.
1: Yeah. You know, there's a feat that you guys would benefit from greatly. What is that? Elemental Adept.
0: Ah, yes. Change your your damage output.
1: Well, no. Like, you pick Fire, because you guys are all about some Fireball and shit. And... Uh, whenever you cast spells with the associated type, enemies who are resistant to it are treated as though they were not.
0: Mm. Well, that would be very useful. <laughs> be very useful indeed.
1: Overcome resistance. Fuck it. Like to watch a devil experience fire burning him for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like on our end, it would be like watching a baby eat, like, ice cream for the first time. (laughs) Like, it'd be that same amount of enjoyment. (laughs) Wow. It'd be pretty funny.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Yeah. So, you want to get into topics?
1: Sure. I wonder how many things we had to put quacks over in this episode
0: (laughs) i don't know Uh, you know okay so i was listening to the last one and i was listening to it in the car had my headphones in and stuff and my headphones only one side of them work i always have it in the left ear and i'm driving down the road listening to it and all of a sudden i just hear quacking (laughs) it was something you were saying i don't remember what it was now but you were talking, and all of a sudden just quack, quack, quack. I'm like, where's, where's the ducks? <laughs> like, I have a duck call in my car for this very situation so I can talk back. <laughs> I'm not even kidding.
2: <laughs> God damn, dude.
0: Yeah, so I was like, where's the ducks at? I want to talk to them. <laughs> then I realized it was coming from my headphone.
1: Yeah. Those a pretty good quacks.
0: It, uh, it messed me up. <laughs>
1: I'll find a better quack for the next one.
0: I mean, they were fine quacks, you know.
1: It's an actual duck actually flying by somebody. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Where'd you get that from? The internet. Well, duh.
1: It was, I don't know, it was some, uh, you know, free soundbite yeah. site. It was like a minute clip.
0: I got you. And just I just a-
1: chopped it up for whenever I needed to cover something up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's creative editing right there.
1: It worked. Yeah.
0: That was that was pretty funny.
3: <laughs>
0: but so yeah. Topics.
1: Oh yeah. You're uh Para Abraham. Yeah. I'm gonna learn today.
0: So have you you ever heard of Farah Abraham? Mm-mm. Um she was on the show Sixteen and Pregnant. And then on the subsequent Teen Mom on uh, MTV back in, like, 2008 or something like that.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch any of those shows.
0: I didn't really either, but, I mean, I saw it enough to, like, kind of be somewhat familiar with the show. Anyway, she came out in, like, 2011 or 2012, somewhere around there, and she made a porno. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, It was called Farrah Abraham, Backdoor Teen Mom. Wow. Yeah. Um, She did it with, like, an established porn star, like, male talent, (laughs) and then marketed it as, like, this was her boyfriend, and they just happened to have made a sex tape. It was really kind of cringy to watch. I've I've watched it a couple times. Not even going to try to lie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But, um... So yeah, she did that, and then tried to market it to. I think it was, what was it? It was some some big company. It was like the same people that did the Paris Hilton one and the Pamela Pamela oh, Anderson one. One
1: of those fucking like
0: um, Vivid Entertainment. That's what it was.
1: Vivid Entertainment.
0: Yep. So anyway, she does that. She does the second movie. A whole bunch of converse- you know, controversy comes out about it. Eventually, dies down. You know, when the pandemic started, everybody got all up in arms about OnlyFans. So she started one of those. <laughs> and I, I don't have an OnlyFans. I don't. I don't pay for my porn. Mm-mm. I'm a cheap bastard. It's free. Yeah, but I was listening to. Uh, it was a Joe Rogan act, episode. Actually, it was Rogan and Big J Okerson and Ari Shafir. And this came up in top-end in conversation. So, I say that to say this. Do you remember that Belle Delphine girl? She was the one that was selling her bathwater?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, Fair oh. Abraham took that concept and then just escalated it times a thousand.
1: What is she selling in jars?
0: She's selling her poop.
1: Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. You, that can't be legal.
0: And apparently it's legal enough
1: it can't be you can't what
0: yeah guess how much she's charging for it
1: don't tell me how much
0: let's take take a wild guess real i quick.
1: don't want to guess what she gets for her poop uh
0: i don't know if she sold any of it three hundred dollars oh you are coming in way under budget there buddy
1: three thousand
3: dollars
0: more fuck
1: six thousand too much <laughs> Oh, she,
0: yeah. She's charging five thousand dollars for a mason jar of her poop. What? It gets weirder.
3: Uh, Go ahead.
0: I found this out on Rogan. She took a video, apparently.
1: Mm, you've been to tell me that she took a video of her shit in a jar. She,
0: she took. A, I don't know if it was in the jar specifically, <laughs> but there's a video of her on the internet. That you can access for free, by the way. Of her relieving herself. And I'm telling you, this turd is like a foot and a half long. It's it's unsettling is what it is. <laughs> so it turns
1: it, it tips the jar over, huh?
0: Like I said, I don't know if it's in the jar or not. Oh. <laughs> but it definitely ain't in a toilet.
1: Dude. You know, isn't it crazy that we have no idea who the two girls, one cup girls, were? Like,
0: hey, you know what else is really weird about that? They disappeared. The whole thing disappeared. Like it was such. I remember like freshman year in high school or whatever. Whenever that started, you know, everybody was talking about. I was like, hey, you got to watch this. It's really awesome. You know, like trying to trick your friends into seeing it to just for gross factor, I guess. Mm-hmm. And everybody that I knew was talking about it trying to get somebody else to watch it or what what have you and then it just completely disappeared from the lexicon. Yeah. Like nobody mentions it anymore.
1: The government burned it out.
0: Probably for the better. You know, if there's any if there's ever a good thing that ever came out of censorship, is that probably needed to be not on the internet. Yeah, yet.
1: I honestly the fact that I saw that is just yeah. awful.
0: You know, somebody told me you have to pay to see that video now.
1: I don't doubt it. I think it's illegal to have it.
0: <laughs> who knows?
1: I I don't care.
0: Look, man, there's a chair for every ass and an ass for every chair.
1: But there's going to be kids who want to see it. Oh, yeah. There's going to be Gen Zs who missed it. And like, oh, two girls from
0: nah, bro, no, you don't.
1: You don't? I don't think you do.
0: No, you're not ready. You're lucky. I wasn't ready. We will never You're,
1: experience quaaludes. You will never see two girls, one cup.
0: <laughs> yeah, count, count yourself as lucky. Yeah. You know. Sure, there's plenty of people that are not so thrilled about the fact that they did quaaludes. I guarantee you there's a portion of the population, probably larger than the people that did quaaludes, that are not excited about the fact that they had to see two girls, one cup.
1: Yeah, that sucked. And fucking a lot of people who did quaaludes said it was awesome. Yeah, like really. Most of my reference comes from like that movie, The Wolf of Wall
0: Street. <laughs> that is where all that and that one Cheech and Chong movie, where they had the the car made out of weed. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, and I think it was Up in Smoke. Up and Cheech and Chong, Up in Smoke. The only reference I have for Quaaludes outside of Bill Cosby. <laughs> 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 kind of a weird one. That's pretty cool that they made a car out of weed, though.
1: Uh, You know, I'm ashamed to say that I didn't see that movie.
0: Really? Yep.
1: It's a pretty good movie. We just didn't have it. Nobody had it where I was. Or when we did watch it, I was, you know, really, really stoned. Yeah. When you're really, really stoned when you're, like, 16 and 17 years old, you know.
0: You watch those movies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember any of that shit. Yeah. There, you know, there's a certain category of movie that every stoner has seen. It's always some other dudes getting stoned and hijinks ensuing, like Cheech and Chong or Pineapple Express.
1: Dazed and Confused.
0: Dazed and Confused. Dude, that was my favorite movie for a long time there. Me too. All right, all right, all right.
1: All right, all right, all right. That was a great movie.
0: It was a good movie. Yeah, I found out not too long ago that was, um, what's his name? He, he plays that character, the all right, all right, all right guy. McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey, yeah. That was his first film ever. Really? Like, that was his first time ever on camera. Wow. Yeah.
3: Huh.
0: He only got paid like a couple hundred bucks to do that, and then it completely launched his career.
1: So now they just hire him to come be himself. <laughs> Basically,
0: he's just he's the same guy in just about every movie he's in. It's just different facets of his own personality, it seems like.
1: Yep. He's a, I, I think he's a good actor.
0: Yeah, he's really good. Very diverse. Yeah. You know, because he went from doing that to making stuff like, you know, um, what you call it, there was that movie Mud. Did you ever see that one? Mm-mm. It's pretty good. He plays a mysterious character at the beginning. You you eventually learn more about his backstory, but um, he's living out in this boat that got stuck in a tree during a hurricane, and these two boys happen upon him and find him, and he kind of befriends the boys, and they gather up supplies to rebuild the boat so he can get away and all while all that's going on he's also kind of rekindling with an old flame in town and the guys that he used to work for he was like an assassin or something like that or like an enforcer for, for some kind of organized crime I can't remember exactly it's been a while since I've seen the movie
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they figure out where he is and start coming after him and stuff and then it's like a more scary version of Home Alone where the boys help him set traps and get away from the guys, and it was really a pretty good movie. And then uh, there's Dallas Buyers Club.
1: The Dallas Buyers Club.
0: Yeah, you ever heard about that?
1: Mm-mm.
0: That that one's actually a pretty good movie too. It's got Jared Leto in it as well. He plays a uh, a gay transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was so
1: funny. Just hear that come off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's what he is. Those aren't even my words. Those are his words. <laughs> that,
1: that's, okay, right out of the horse's mouth, huh?
0: Yeah. Um. So Dallas Buyers Club. The basis behind that is back in the '80s. So McConaughey plays this this fellow who's a real guy, like. Dallas Buyers Club is based on a real story, where this—I'm good. This cowboy out in like Oklahoma or well, I guess Texas because it's in Dallas. Um, he contracts AIDS. You know, back when this was like nobody knew what was going on. If you got AIDS, you basically had the plague. And but you know back then they thought only gay people got AIDS. And they kind of touch on that in the movie, and and they have this whole big thing about it. But he was completely straight. He wound up hooking up with these two, we'll say, bottom-of-the-barrel chicks, mm. and that's where he gets AIDS from. And he just completely wastes away. McConaughey went, you know, like, you know what M- Matthew McConaughey looks like. You know, he's a pretty stout fella. You mm. know, he's like 6'2", two, probably 200-some-odd, 200, 200 pounds, give or take you know pretty it muscular was huge in
1: that rain of fire movie too
0: yeah you know he went from looking like that to he he was he was an AIDS patient you know he lost like 70 some odd pounds just basically starved himself for the role to get down to that weight damn like he put some real dedication into it you know it, he
1: literally did that to himself
0: yeah he literally did that was not special effects he damn. lost all that weight like, you could put your hand around his neck was how skinny he was.
1: God damn, dude. That must have had a fucking... Losing that much weight has a profound effect on your fucking psychology.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that and just the physicality of it. Because to, to lose that much weight, and it's not fat, mind you, because he muscle. wasn't fat. It was all muscle. Like, he lost all that muscle. Whatever little bit of fat that he did have, you know, that's all gone. And he's basically skin and bones. Um, But in the movie, so his character, you know, he contracts AIDS and stuff, and he tries to start finding, you know, working with the, the medical personnel in his area and stuff. And they're basically telling him, like, look, this is a death sentence. You're screwed. You know, we can do little bits here and there to make it a little bit easier, but there's basically nothing we can do. And he finds out about these drugs that they have for you know, for commercial sale down in Mexico, and he starts importing them. He, he's basically drug smuggling, but it's not, you know, weed and coke and stuff. It's literal pharmaceuticals to help all these other people. There There's a way that he was doing it legally that they explain in the movie. I can't really put it to real words now, but they weren't buying the drugs, so it wasn't illegal. They were... Paying a monthly subscription for the drugs, or they they were paying a monthly monthly subscription to be in this club, and they got the drugs for free.
2: Mm.
0: It's kind of like if you ever been somewhere that didn't have a liquor license, and it was like you got to pay. You know, you got to donate, donate two dollars, and you get a free beer.
1: Dunks, Blue House of Blues.
0: Yeah, the Plug House. <laughs> <laughs> they were like that. You pay. You donate two dollars, and you get a free PBR. and uh so yeah they go through the whole movie He eventually dies at the end but you know prolonged his life and a lot of other people's lives and actually because of it they wound up doing a lot more research into the field and it's pretty pretty interesting story
1: it is I'll I'll have to what's the name of the movie
0: Dallas Buyers Club
1: Dallas Buyers
0: Club I think it's on Netflix
1: oh the club is okay okay I got you I see it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he went from that to make Wolf of Wall Street which is about doing cocaine and hookers yeah <laughs> and selling stocks
1: he did a bunch of like rom-coms too
0: yeah back in after Dazed and Confused
1: yeah he that's, did fucking
0: that's what he was known for for a long time
1: Ghost of Girlfriend's Past or what the fuck ever
0: yeah that was a terrible movie
1: yeah How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days yeah that was probably was, the craziest uh, thing I've ever seen. Man,
0: failure to launch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Family got dunked on him so
0: hard. <laughs> hey, you know what? He came back though. He he broke out of the mold. <laughs> Played some really interesting characters. I think
1: he did. He absolutely did. But he could also just go back to the mold. It's fine. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, he made plenty of money. Everyone Although- Wilson. The guy probably really doesn't even need to work anymore with all the money that dude's made with all the movies he's done.
1: It would be awesome to see McConaughey in like a Marvel role. Yeah. He could be somebody. He could be somebody. Because like they got Owen Wilson to play in Loki. He was a fucking, oh yeah. Like Time Cops agent.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I didn't really watch Loki, I watched like a couple episodes of it was good. I'm not a real big Marvel fan, to be honest with you.
1: I'm not anymore lately. It's it, it's not as good as it was. Yeah. Spider Man was awesome.
0: It's, it's it's just saturating the market.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not,
0: some things need you gotta you gotta give some things a little space to breathe. You know, you can't just shotgun blast content out there and expect it to all be good. Yeah. She-Hulk.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, She-Hulk. I don't even want to, dude. It was just so bad. It was just not fun to watch. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't for me. Whatever. That's fine. But like, who is it for? <laughs> oh. But there's lots of people that swear up now down that it was really, really fun. They really enjoyed it. And I'm honestly, I'm happy for them. I'm really happy that they could find joy watching that because I absolutely could not.
0: Well, just like two girls, one cup, you know, there's an ass for every chair and a chair for every ass. Or, you know, ice cream bowl. (sighs) One one thing
1: I never really did look at too hard was the blue waffle thing.
0: I don't know if I ever actually saw that one. I just heard, heard about it.
1: I just saw people's faces anytime someone said blue waffle. I was like, oh, I do not need to look at that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or Lemon Party. Huh? Lemon Party. Did you ever hear about that one?
1: Nope. I don't want to hear about it either.
0: It's it's pretty bad, too. Jar Squatter. I think I remember that one. That was, like, in the same realm as Pain Olympics. Yep. Ugh. I never figured out if those were real. I don't think those things were I real. I don't
1: care if it was real or not. <laughs> it I was.
0: hope to God it wasn't.
1: Yeah. I really hope that it wasn't.
2: Yeah.
0: That jar fella, I'm pretty sure, was real, though.
1: Yeah, that looked pretty real. That's terrifying.
0: Yeah. Reminds me of a joke.
1: Yeah,
3: tell it.
0: I can't remember. I, I don't know if I told this one on air or not. The fella goes into the doctor's office one day, and he says, Doctor, it, it, my butt hurts. My mm-hmm. butthole hurts. And he's like, Oh, well, show me where it hurts. And he's like, he he takes his pants down, and turns around, and he says, right here by the entrance. The doctor says, well, as long as you keep calling it an entrance, it's going to keep hurting. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> by the entrance, he said. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn it, boy. Yep.
0: That's an old man joke.
1: Yeah. Old man jokes pretty good.
0: They are pretty good. You want to hear another old man joke I heard?
1: Yeah. And then I'll tell you one. Okay. I've already told you this one many times.
0: Yeah. So this is, uh, this is actually a little Johnny joke. I'm pretty sure I've told you this one. Duct tape? But don't go ruining it. <laughs> right.
1: That's why I said duct tape.
0: Yeah. It, it's the duct tape joke. All right. Let's go. But uh, So little Johnny goes walking through Old Man Fester's yard one day. And Old Man Fester happens to see him. And he's got a, uh, a branch in his hand. Old Man Fester says, Johnny, what's that in your hand there? He says, this is a dogwood branch. I'm going to go round me up some dogs. Old man, Johnny, or old man Fester says, Johnny, that's not how that works. He says, well, I'm going to try anyway. And so little Johnny walks off. A little while later, he comes back. He's got a pack of dogs walking behind him. Old Man Fester sees that and says, well, I'll be damned. Next day comes around, little Johnny's got a roll of duct tape in his hand. Goes walking through old man Fester's yard, and old man Fester says, Johnny, what you going to do with that duct tape? Little Johnny says, well, I'm going to go get me some ducks." Old man Fester says, well, you know, I don't know if that's exactly how that's going to work there, son. Little Johnny says, well, I'm going to try anyway. So sure enough, later that, later that afternoon, a little Johnny comes walking through. He's got him a string of ducks hanging off of that duct tape there. Old Man Fester sees that and says, well, I'll be damned. Next day, Little Johnny's got another branch in his hand. And Old Man Fester sees him and says, "Uh, what you got there, Little Johnny? Little Johnny says, pussy willow. Old Man Fester says, hold on, let me get my coat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I told that joke to my papa and made him laugh the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It is certified old man approved.
0: (laughs) Yep. It's It's a good old man joke. Yeah. All right, what's yours?
1: Oh, uh, it's a drunk guy walks into a bar joke. Uh huh. Yeah, I told this to Pablo too, and he didn't remember that he told it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's old man certified too. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny, he forgot he told you.
1: <laughs> drunk guy walks into a bar. Uh, he sits down at a card table, plays a few hands, loses a few hands, flips the table over, and gets in a fight. The bouncer kicks his ass out. All right, he runs all the way around the bar, goes back in the front door. He sits down at a different table, plays a few more hands, loses a few more hands, flips the table, gets in a fight, bouncer kicks him out again. He runs all the way around the building one more time, and the bouncer's waiting on him at the door this time. He says, "Nah, you ain't coming in there. And the guy was like, god damn, man, how many bars do you work at? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pumbo told me that joke when I was like 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I've heard you tell it a couple times.
1: Yeah, I love that joke.
0: Yeah. Reminds me of the, uh, the lion and the gorilla.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't tell that one. This is just a joke <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hang on. Actually, I want to – we need to pause for a second. I got I to gotta go use the restroom. Okay. All right. Okay, and we're back. Yep.
0: The Eads right. had to race like a Russian piss horse.
1: I really did. had to go. And now I get to do it again in like an hour because now yeah. I have a tall glass of water.
0: Yeah, nice, refreshing,
1: aqua. Aqua. Okay, so it's four twenty. We might as well talk about it. Yeah, I think we should be legal.
0: Yeah, I do too. Hundred percent. If anything, just to 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 take the drug dealer out of it.
1: Yeah, you have to go to some sketchy places if you want to buy weed right now. Like in the, you know, in the Bible Belt states.
0: Yeah. Because, like, that's scary shit, man. Yeah. Drug dealers are not cool people sometimes.
1: (laughs) Did you see that episode of The Simpsons? Where, uh, yeah, I think it was The Simpsons. Where some of the people, like, they weren't comfortable walking into a store and just buying weed. Uh Like, it was groceries. So, like, Homer opened up a weed store that was just, like, a room... That has a couch and a TV. <laughs> and there's some sketchy guy on the couch with his feet up on the ottoman. And a bag of weed sitting on the table.
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: And the guy that drives the school bus is like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> he was all about
0: it. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I remember, you remember that episode of South Park where m- medical marijuana becomes legal? And so Randy wants to go get cancer. <laughs> and so he sticks his balls in the microwave.
1: Don't worry about it, Sam. I'm just going to get a little bit of cancer, okay? <laughs> just a little bit
0: of cancer, okay? <laughs> Sitting they there smoking, trying to get the, as much sun as he can. Yeah.
1: His balls get so big he can use it as a fucking hippity hop.
0: Yep. <laughs> and all the other men in South Park are like, oh, my God, look at his balls. And <laughs> the women love them. Yeah. <laughs> the faces they make. <laughs> 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 like, <"Well, huh?"> <laughs> what?
1: What? <laughs> they just leave the room. That <laughs> oh, uh,
0: yeah. would, oh, that would get kind of annoying. Have to tote your balls around in a freaking wheelbarrow, though.
1: There's a guy that has to do that for real. Yeah, he came on Howard Stern years ago.
0: Wow. He uh, he
1: said he rolled over one day. And he was a heavyset guy. He's actually, I think he was kind of built like me. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) And he said he just rolled over one day and he flopped his leg down real hard when he woke up and said he kind of, he mashed his nut. And he said it swole up a little bit and then it just swole swole and swole and swole and just kept getting bigger and bigger until it was literally as big as a watermelon.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: He has to wear hoodies upside down as pants. So oh my
0: put, god, I've seen this guy. Yeah, so he can put the fucking hood over his sack. Yeah. That's his fucking testicle. Dude, that, like, all jokes aside, that guy probably does not enjoy his life. And the shit is, like,
1: doctors are like, well, we're, you know, we need to remove this, clearly. And he's like, no, I want to save it. <laughs> so said, help me save it.
0: Dude, that thing's probably going to kill you.
1: Yeah, like...
0: Like, your nuts are not supposed to be that big, bro.
1: Yeah, that is, like... Literally, he grew a watermelon tumor. Like, that. maybe it's just a collection of blood?
0: I don't know. I'm not smart enough to decipher that. I mean, it could just be, like, a a fatty growth. A fatty corpuscle? (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to say that, but I didn't think I could actually get it out.
1: I don't even know what that is. I just know the comedian...
0: Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> that was a real guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that would that would suck, man. Especially you know you start getting older, your balls get a little saggier.
1: Dude, if my if my nut is the size of a watermelon, I think his wife left him.
0: Yeah, I imagine he can't do a whole lot. Yeah. You know, he probably can't hold down a job. Like I said, it, pissing is terrible. I could imagine.
1: It just runs down the side of that thing.
0: Yeah, so now you smell like... his dick is gone. He doesn't have a dick. Like, you just smell terrible.
1: All day long. And your sack is, like, exposed all the time.
0: Yeah. Like, see, that's the kind of thing that I feel bad about. Because there's other things that people claim to be medical conditions that I don't feel bad about at all. Like, have you ever watched My 600-Pound Life? Yeah. I don't feel bad for those people. You don't
1: know what it's like to be my weight.
0: (laughs) Well, that's self-inflicted. Put the fucking fork down. Yeah,
1: you can walk your way out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, like, that guy, that's a real medical condition that, you know, he had no control over that. Yeah. One thing to be fat, but to have watermelon-sized testicles.
1: Yeah, but, like, he could just have it removed, and it's all gone. Nightmare's over.
0: I mean, yeah, there is that. So that part I don't feel bad about because, like, dude, come on, like, cut it out. Like, you know, he had people
1: wanting to get rid of it like a long time ago.
0: And you know, something like that is not that difficult to do.
1: No, it's just a nut.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like mentally, I guess it could be difficult because you know, as a man, you you hold your nuts in some self esteem. There's some sense of esteem.
1: Yeah, but dude, it's. It changed his life. It changed the way his life works. He has to he has to haul around on a cart.
0: Yeah, no, I I would get that Joker cut out.
1: Yeah, dude. Like if I need a fucking guitar strap for my testicles.
0: We got too much testicles. <laughs> dude, you know, okay, silver lining. You get the nut removed. Get the ball skin tanned. Now you got leather. You can make stuff out of that. Oh
1: my god!
0: You could make a guitar strap out of your ball skin. A nut sack
1: guitar strap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or you could make a belt.
1: I am a strong, independent nut sack. Don't need no balls. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking dude, I would rock it. <laughs>
1: a fucking just your own nut sack right there. Yeah, there's Cujo and Spike's nesting grounds right there.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Plus, too, like you said, he doesn't have a dick anymore. Yeah, it, his. I value my dick much more than my balls.
1: Yeah, his sack just swallowed his dick.
0: Yeah, no, it's. It, I'm cutting that joker out. Yeah, that's Gonzo, buddy. Like it's been real nice knowing you, Lefty, but you got to go, bro. Homeboy values that
1: thing more than he values, like,
0: his own schwanz. His own schwanz. Schwanz. Schwat. Schwatz. Schwanz. Schwanz. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It just takes me longer. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It'd be that way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Yeah.
0: Uh, You know what that makes me think of too? What? So there's this guy down in like South America who holds the world record for the world's biggest Johnson. Wow. But it's a tumor. Mm. Like his, his dick is literally encased He has a normal sized penis that is encased in a tumor. And that's how he got to be the world's biggest dick. But he can't use it anymore. Like, it's so big. Just number one, good luck finding a woman to put that in. Mm. How big are we talking? Is this like a fucking 20 feet long? What is this? No, it's not that big, but it's like. It's well over like a foot and a half. Wow. And it's probably as big around as like see here, something to reference it. Probably a little bit smaller than the like smaller circumference than a average um what you call it, paper towel roll. Like a full paper towel roll. Hmm. But it's all tumor and skin. It's not like, the, his whole dick is inside that. It doesn't really work. No, it doesn't work at all. You can't get a boner. Can't pee? He pees out of it some kind of how, but, like...
1: I bet that shit is nasty.
0: Gotta be just god-awful. You <laughs> think about it, too. You know, this is South America we're talking about, so... Hey, this guy lives in, like, a fucking hut.
1: I was listening to a podcast recently about South America, like, the rainforest and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... I don't remember what his name is. It's that guy. Did you ever see that Discovery Channel show, uh, Eating Alive? They
0: had this dude put on a suit, and he's going to let an anaconda swallow him? No. <clears throat> oh, my God. Somebody was actually going to do that? Yeah. Well, you would not catch my fat ass anywhere near that shit.
1: The guy was actually, you know, he's been, you know, he goes down to the Amazon pretty regularly and he had, he's been going down there since he was like 17 or some shit like that.
0: Is this the same guy that does like get bit by insects? No, 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 no. Not that guy. No, that guy I know is, who you're talking about. That guy's nuts too.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it was that he let bite him. The last video of his I saw, he fucking had to tap out. It was like a...
3: Oh, fuck. I think it was a centipede. Oh. Uh, yeah, the centipedes will fuck you up, man. Yeah. And
0: yeah, be careful of those things. Damn. Is it. Anyway. Is it the centipede or the millipede that's really, really bad? Centipede. Yeah.
1: I think millipede is like a cow. <laughs> it's basically harmless. Like a caterpillar.
0: Yeah. I think it's the the l- lower amount of legs is the bad one.
1: Yeah. The flat, fucking snaky one. Millipede's slow.
0: Yeah. They don't really do much. To humans, at least.
1: Yeah. The centipedes are terrifying.
0: Yeah, bug, bugs are weird.
1: Imagine a giant centipede. No, thank you. <laughs> Imagine a centipede the size of a car.
0: Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> what about... It kind of brings me back to the conversation we had a while back ago. Like, if, if humans were in the food chain like we used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, modern day, but you still got to worry about getting eaten by a lion. Yeah. You're just on your way to work one day, and all of a sudden, a freaking puma comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're praying. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, Not, on your way to work, you have to evade death.
0: Now you're late to your fucking data entry job, and you got a lion chasing after you. And it
1: becomes part of everyday life. Like, yeah. you're on your way to work, you fucking you spill your coffee on your favorite shirt and you look back. and You see the lion chest. You're like, oh, great.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking take off. Now,
0: now it's not even terrifying. It's just a hassle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs>
0: and If you live up north, you know, polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that would suck. That would suck.
0: Yeah. What were you saying about the eating alive guy?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He spent a lot of time, like, in the Amazon trying to save it because, you know, poaching and mining is kind of killing it because they have rubber trees and shit.
0: Yeah. You know, sidebar, Henry Ford was actually going to make a whole, like, basically a country within a country. I think it was in Brazil, you know, in in the rainforest part of Brazil because of the rubber they were going to call it rubber town they were going to make tires and other stuff for Ford and tree blight got him. uh yeah I think so
1: yeah you, you can't cultivate uh rubber trees like that uh tree blight takes over it, they have to just grow yeah. randomly
0: kind of weird like that
1: yeah too many of them draws a blight
0: <laughs> what is a blight uh like a sickness or is it like a I said it was a, a
1: leaf blight. I think it's I think it's a disease. Oh, uh, okay. That they pass around one another?
0: That is so weird that plants can get diseases.
1: Yeah. I think it's just that so many of them are likely to get it that if you plant a whole bunch of them, one of them at least is going to have it and is going to give it to the rest of them.
0: Yeah.
3: Really weird. Yeah. But, you know,
1: that so, that it kind of sucks that that happened because it made the Amazon the main resource for rubber for all mm. the shit that we needed at like the fucking industrial revolution. Yeah, like all of a sudden now we need tires and hoses and you know, other shit made of rubber, condoms, condoms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah. So, if we were able to cultivate them, it'd have been awesome. It, like, the rainforest wouldn't have been as destroyed as it is now.
0: So, wait, do they still use the rubber trees to make tires? Or have they synthesized it?
1: I think it, they still... Yeah, I think the majority of tires are still made from rubber trees.
0: Wow.
3: I had no idea. Yep.
0: Kind of crazy.
1: Isn't it, though? And... Uh, yeah. The dude... With, uh, anyway, the eating Alive thing... The guy was, he didn't really want to get eaten alive, and he he didn't succeed, by the way.
0: Probably, you know, if you think about it, that probably is a success in not getting eaten alive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> was that all you had <laughs> on that one? I lost my train of thought. No. But, yeah, it, like, his whole idea was to, uh, he wanted to make a, a show about the Amazon rainforest just to, you know, promote awareness that, you know, all this poaching and all this, you know, illegal mining and cutting is happening yeah. They're destroying this fucking habitat. And it's a crime because it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. But did you know that it, there's a theory that's pretty well founded that the Amazon rainforest is actually man-made?
1: Yeah, he that he addressed that in that same podcast. He said that was stupid as fuck. Is it? it I don't think so. He said uh, it was strictly biased based on his own walking around it. Like you know, he it, it just has spent so much time there, and he's yeah. just so utterly convinced that it's wild. Like he's he's. Yeah, you know, he says like it's the only wild place there is anymore in his really in his eyes, really.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna try to discredit him or anything because I've never been to the Amazon, and obviously he has. Yeah. But I mean, the theory seems to hold up because it's not just like humans went out there and planted all those trees. What the theory promotes is that you know the the ancient. Amazonians, you know, the Aztecs and all the other ones that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. The Incas and all all the rest of them. The Mayans. The Mayans, yeah. So, as the theory goes, you know, they were doing agriculture. So what they did, they would go through and clear out land so that they could plant crops. Well, when you know, they would either die off or move on or whatever, you know, all this open space, when you have open space, that promotes underbrush growth. And so the underbrush starts to thrive. And then the underbrush becomes the overbrush. And then other things kind of take over the spots there. And so it promoted this giant boom of plant growth after they get done using it for their, their crop growing. And that's, where they kind of got the Amazon rainforest.
1: Honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. Like, not in the least. Yeah. Over millions of years.
0: Yeah, that and that's why it kind of seems to hold water to me anyway. Yeah. But who am I? I'm just some dude.
3: Yeah. I think there's just, like,
1: you know, some people who, like, are all about the wilderness. Like, some kind of offense they take to it, what they might call arrogance. <laughs> yeah. Like the arrogance to believe that we're at the center of the, that thing is like that's definitely something they would say. That's definitely yeah. something that I would say.
0: Well, I mean, on one hand, yeah, they kinda but it's, have a it's point. Logic but, and
1: reason though. That we are there's yeah. evidence of us everywhere.
0: Yeah, well, and human beings up until the very, very most recent have been part of the food chain. You know, we weren't always at the top. There was things that we did, we got eaten, you know, by bigger things, things that actually had the proper weaponry to go up against us. We, as humans, had to make our own weaponry, you know, with spears and rocks and all kinds of other things to defend ourselves and to be able to feed ourselves. But, you know, there was other things that just naturally had these, these things, like, you know, bears, tigers all the other myriad of things that could have eaten us over the eons that humans have been around. And, you know, I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know? It's... The way I look at it is through, like, the the North American kind of deal where there's this notion out west called, um... What do they call it? It's like replainsifying where they want to reintroduce bison And a few other things and get the the natural grasslands back up. But there's a problem with that. So If you start reintroducing bison to areas, you're going to have to, A, pick and choose where you put them. Because the B factor is that if you put too many of them out there and they start doing really good, well, now you're going to have to deal with bison on the highway.
1: Yeah, they're going to be everywhere.
0: I don't know if you've seen a bison recently, but they're pretty fucking big. Yeah. They're they're very fucking big. Like,
1: one of the big reasons they went extinct is because of, you know, how many of them there were in the first place. Like, every wagon would would come across at least one, you know.
0: Yeah, you you know, you very rarely would come across one. You'd come across a thousand of them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point.
0: Yeah. But, um... There was another guy, too. I was listening to him talk about the bison thing. That It was uh, Stephen Renella, actually. I talked about him a little while ago. But there was a point in time, like when, when white man first came to North America, there was a bunch of bison all over the place. You couldn't shake a stick without hitting a couple of them. Excuse me. And... You know, white people left right you know right after the Christopher Columbus times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And when they came back, there was far less. Like, far, far less. And what they think happened was the natives, you know, they got introduced to horses. And so they became much better. At killing bisons. They, they got real good at killing bison.
1: It's like the episode of the Wild Thornberries where... Eliza gives a bird a toothpick or teaches it to make toothpicks out of uh, a cactus.
0: cactus. Yeah, I and remember it, that one.
1: And it ends up, they end up eating all the grubs, so the grubs never hatch.
0: Yeah, and then they ran out of food yeah. and proceeded to die off, which is not what they told you in the Nickelodeon show. But yeah, the, the early Native Americans basically were hunting themselves out of a food source Yeah, the Europeans had all. They they basically went back in time and gave a caveman an AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, go bunga bunga. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's got me thinking about something. So I heard about this today. You know, um, you ever heard of a guy named David Cho?
1: Yeah, he's he the. Um... Really long-bearded Asian fella. Went on Joe Rogan a few times.
0: Yeah, he's been on Rogan a couple times. Spent some time in Africa. Yeah, spent a lot of time in Africa. He, uh, sidebar to that, he's also got this new... He's part of this show on Netflix called Beef Hmm. with a... Shit, what's his name? David Young or something like that. The guy that played Glenn on The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. It's him and Ali Wong. And they have this... Rivalry going based off of uh, a road rage incident that those two had together. <laughs> but um, I was listening to him on somebody's podcast today, and this dude is a fucking trip. Like a trip and a half, even. He was talking about how he was doing uh, psychedelics with this shaman fella out in the wilderness, <laughs> out in fucking Africa or South America somewhere. And when he does the psychedelics, he goes and meets this alien fella. That's a pretty prominent thing, I guess, for him. Whenever he does psychedelics, he basically always meets the same alien fella. And he always has conversations with him. And he always delivers these conversations like he's watching a comedian... So he's got this this timing and delivery, like almost like how you would watch Eddie Murphy, you know back in the day, and he told him, and I learned this too, this is fucking nuts. Did you know there's a thing called the Mongolian birthmark mm so Western science says that um sometime around the Mongol like um What's what's the guy's name? Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Somewhere around Genghis Khan's time, that dude fucked so much, he spread around this one recessive gene that keeps popping up in a whole bunch of people. It's some like 90% of Asians, like 80% of people of African descent, and a a smaller portion, like 10%, in white folks. Wow. And... What it is is this birthmark on people's asses. <laughs> I am dead
1: fucking serious. Genghis Khan is a mark on the ass of humanity. <laughs> yeah.
0: Genghis, Cha- Genghis Khan, I think, gets credited with a lot more stuff than he may deserve. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he was kind of. From what it sounds like, he was kind of a monster.
0: Yeah, he take a lot. He
1: take. He take.
0: Supposedly amazing, he amazing. had some like thirteen thousand children somewhere in there.
1: Oh yeah. Did we say on the podcast uh
0: what take mean?
1: Well I know we said what take mean, but Verthag. We had a huge Verthag moment today.
0: Oh no, we haven't. Yeah. Hold on, let me let me get on about the, the fucking the birthmark real quick.
1: Do it, do it, do it.
0: So all these percentages of the world's population had has this birthmark when they're born and then it eventually fades away but it's a giant blue spot on their asses (laughs) and it's in western science it's credited to Genghis Khan and how he took a lot wow um but so David Cho whenever he meets this alien fella you know he think of an alien that's basically what he describes you know big head big eyes slender body, and his alien is blue. And so David chose talking to the alien, and the alien tells him, was like, motherfucker, you think you're Asian? You're not Asian. You're fucking alien. <laughs> How the fuck do you think you got here? <laughs> fucking me and my homies came down here when you guys was nothing but monkeys, and one of us fucked your monkey, and then now <laughs> Down the generations, you're not yellow. You're blue, motherfucker. <laughs> Think about that birthmark on your ass when you were born. That, you were blue. <laughs> and so he goes on this whole rant about how this alien tells him how people came about. But Supposedly, you know, the aliens, they don't have dicks. They, they don't reproduce that way. They reproduce with their mind. And so they came down here and mind fucked a monkey like a, a semi hairless monkey with their mind and because they don't have dicks Asians got little dicks because you know <laughs> early <laughs> early humans had dicks they didn't have dicks and so it cross pollinated i <laughs> oh <my> swear <laughs> I swear to God, this is what this man said. (laughs) I can just imagine.
1: (laughs) I can just imagine, like, the fucking, like, the the pins in the wall with the string connecting.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what it is.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Thank no.
0: you for sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the standout comment to me. It was like, How do you think you got a little dick, motherfucker? It's because we don't have one, and you guys did. You got the median, you got put in the middle.
2: <laughs> oh, <man>.
0: Jeez. Oh, <sighs> oh shit. shit. What was the thing you were going to talk about a second ago? <laughs> it's not
1: nearly as funny
0: <laughs>
1: fucking no you can't follow that with Verthag
0: oh yeah Verthag yeah yeah it's kind of hard to follow aliens not having dicks and that's yeah. why you have a small one
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll circle back around yeah uh we never did talk about we never did actually discuss why we should be legal we just said we should be legal man oh <laughs> and
0: we carried
1: on yeah
0: well, we kind of talked about how shitty drug dealers are.
1: Oh right, yeah, but
0: yeah, you know, you know how like if they made marijuana legal, one, it's going to cut down on so much crime. Because think about like the prison system and how many people are in there for having you know a baggie of weed. Yeah, you get caught because you you tail lights out or something. And all of a sudden, this the officer's sniffing. You know, got. Barney Fife and his bloodhound. They find a baggie of weed or a fucking pipe. Or now you are fucked. Yeah, no. Now you're in handcuffs and you're going to jail because you wanted to go home and smoke a, smoke a bowl. Yeah. and eat some Cheerios and watch Cheech and Chong.
1: That's <laughs> that some shit. Yeah, we were missing out on so many so so much in taxes alone.
0: Oh yeah, you know Colorado has basically rebuilt their entire road system yeah. and their school system. Off yeah. of marijuana sales,
1: they can afford prime time. Yeah, <laughs> prime time. He's a new. He, he went to Colorado to coach.
0: Hmm. But yeah, man, just just that alone. Plus, weed ain't never hurt nobody. You know, you get like Cat Williams said. You know, happy, hungry, sleepy. Yeah, that's that's about all you really get out of marijuana. And paranoid, a little bit of paranoid. Yeah. There is a weird subsection of marijuana users that I don't think a lot of people recognize. Is that there's a small percentage of the population that if they start smoking, or you know, eating eating weed is a weird one because I think that kind of ups the the chances of what I'm talking about to happen. Yeah, but you can you can smoke yourself into a a, a schizophrenic. State.
1: Yeah, you really can. I remember, so I've tried edibles once. And honestly, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. But it was so weird for that to come on all by itself. Yeah. Know, without smoking anything. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I could see that being an odd one.
1: It was really, it, it, was, it was sort of spooky.
3: But, you know. So, a
1: lot of arguments for the legalization of marijuana. The Yeah
0: The Devil's like Lettuce.
1: The Devil's Lettuce, if you will.
0: Yeah, Johnny Red Eye. The Chronic. The uh, Back Bush Bush. The Reefer. <laughs> the Weed. Sticky Icky. The Flower. Uh, that Marijuana Cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: fucking... <laughs> the... Well, you know... No, you can't die from it. You know, it's you literally cannot overdose yeah. from it. The
0: only way you can die from marijuana is if you lit like seventeen pounds of it on fire and sat in a room with it. But then you just die of smoke inhalation.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they they tested on a goat. They made a goat inhale nothing but smoke from weed burning for like two minutes straight, and it died. And they're like, oh, well, it's deadly.
0: Yeah, but the same thing would happen with wood or air. And wood's not illegal. Yeah. Well, oh, if you inhaled nothing but air, you would be alive, Eads.
1: Well, no, but, like, if they put his fucking face in a bag.
0: <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean.
1: But, anyway.
0: Yeah, you, it's, it's suffocation yeah, is exactly. the point of it. Yeah.
1: They just suffocated him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And another point is that it's not habit-forming. And I'm just going to have to disagree. Uh, I think anything is habit forming. I think that's a silly thing to yeah.
0: claim. I I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's the marijuana specifically that is the habit forming part. I think it is human dependency. It's it's a coping mechanism for a lot of folks. That like
1: everything can be a coping mechanism.
0: Yeah, I mean, alcohol is a coping mechanism, although it's like, arguably addictive. I can walk, Um, you know, I can. Video games. Yeah. Video games are a coping mechanism for a lot of people. And for the most part, it is not addictive. But if you have a, a certain type of personality, you could become addicted to video games.
1: Absolutely. You can become addicted to literally anything. I can walk to the store and buy a Dr. Pepper right now. That is a extremely addictive item. Like I've been addicted to sodas for as long as I can remember. Yeah. I was drinking soda as a baby.
0: Yeah. Like, that's probably not good.
1: No. Like, it might explain my physique a little bit. A little bit.
0: Oh, speaking of physique. Mm -hmm. So, something that, you know, most people would consider a good thing, I was addicted to the gym for a while there. I was a real gym bro. I was there two times a day, seven days a week. Sounds fun. Yeah. Depends on how you look at it, but, you know, I didn't have a life. I spent my life in the gym. I had a great body because of <laughs> it, you know, but I didn't have a girlfriend, so it was kind of wasted.
1: Yeah. So, like, whenever I was in good shape working at the sawmill and stuff, like, I kind of wasted it. Yeah. You know, like, I did some running around. I got some, but not, there there was a lot of really lonely times.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was the same with the gym. And that's where the addiction kind of comes in because it becomes your coping mechanism. So instead of going out and getting a life, you rely on your mechanism. Either, you know, work. some people it's work. I I got that way for a while with the job that I have now. I got addicted to being the guy. Yeah. You know, I was the guy for a lot of things. And so I worried more about work than I did my actual life, you know, and some things went to the wayside that shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, any, it's, it's to your point, anything can be addictive.
1: But I agree with, so it's not, I wouldn't say it's any more addictive than anything else. Like, yeah. like there's, so caffeine is designed to be addictive. It's highly addictive, you know, and there's nothing similar to that in weed. I agree with that, but literally anything is addictive. Yeah. Like buying dice is addictive.
0: It's can confirm,
1: you know. But just with weed, it's a psychological dependency you develop. For this, it's a chemical dependency.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I kind of disagree with that statement there. Uh, this being why. So if you look at the chemical, like there's not technically anything chemically addictive in marijuana, but when you smoke marijuana it releases endorphins um the the feel-good drugs in your brain mm-hmm. which i can't remember the names of right now uh, uh, uh dopamine dopamine that you there you go you smoke marijuana and it releases dopamine in your brain that is what is addictive the dopamine it's just like you know take myself for example when i was addicted to the gym quote-unquote you get that big lift Like I remember the first time I ever squatted 315 That's three plates on each side I was fucking ecstatic <laughs> You know that was, a, that was a rush for me You know because I accomplished something That was really hard And so I felt good about it And so that releases the dopamine So you want to do more It's just like with marijuana You smoke that joint Dopamine gets released you feel good you know you watch that movie it makes you laugh there's more dopamine so i don't think there's a an addictive chemical oh excuse me in marijuana i think it's the aftermath the the dopamine in your brain that gets released because of it
1: we got moths flying around in here
0: yeah it's kind of distracting
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i completely agree the dopamine is a huge well, there was a whole episode of South Park about like Stan's gambling addiction, and or you know his addiction to the game where he spent a lot of money. Oh yeah. So like, he had to go to AA because he was spending too much money on this fucking Terrence and Phillip game on his phone. Yeah. He spent, like thirty thousand dollars or something.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: On a game that weren't that wasn't worth fifty cents.
0: Yeah, that's that's a bit excessive.
1: Yeah. But, you know, his dad's Lord, so whatever. <laughs> la, 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 I am Lord. So, Stan, do you have any idea how many songs I have to write to pay back all this money? One.
0: Go. <laughs> <Gaw! laughs> oh, God, I forgot Randy was Lord. <laughs> yeah.
1: It fucking, the, he goes through a uh, 12-step program. You got to call out to a higher power. You got to yeah. reach out to a higher power for help and just admit that you don't have any control over what's happening. And he goes to his room, and he sits down, and he prays, and Satan shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Satan just erupts from his floor. Why dost thou summon me? Uh, I'm having problems with addiction. (laughs) And Satan sits down with a fucking chart and explains dopamine to him. (laughs) It's like, so you got, like, dopamine, right? And that's like rabbits and fish and shit, right? They need dopamine, so they... Want to eat and breed. (laughs) (laughs) I love Satan. (laughs) Yeah. South Park Satan. Satan. (laughs) That's a clip, dude. I'm going to turn that into a button. (laughs) (laughs) I love Satan. Fucking.
0: Remember when him and Saddam broke up? I was just about. And he was he was dating, dating Chris. Uh, I'm sorry. He was dating that guy named Chris. It was like a real beta male. Who was that? When Satan and Saddam broke up. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That shit was funny.
1: That was hilarious. Oh my god. Saddam you're ki- saying dated Satan.
0: Yeah. Then uh, so Satan had killed Saddam in the movie, bigger, longer, and uncut. He went to heaven. Yeah, and then he comes back. And he's like, well, where am I going to go? Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess. Right. (laughs) Sorry, I kind of derailed your whole topic there.
1: You're fine. What were... Damn it, there was something I was... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Satan.
0: Satan explaining dopamine to Stan.
1: And he had to fight Man-Bear-Pig. He got his shit pushed in by Man-Bear-Pig. Fucking... That was an epic... Epic fight.
0: Was that in the streaming wars?
1: I think so.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because no. cause
0: the PP, he was going to take over the world.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. That, I hated the PP. <laughs> yeah.
0: Had all the celebrities swimming in the people.
1: The color oh. yellow really does make you hate stuff.
0: Yeah, it's not a flattering color. Yeah. Like, there's only a few, certain few things that look good in yellow. Like... Okay, I'm a big car guy. Mm-hmm. Love cars. Like, I want all the cars. There's only, like, three cars that look good at yellow, though. There's basically any Corvette. Ferraris, for mm-hmm. basically the same reason. Like, I love... There's the 360 Modena. It came out in, like, 1998 or something like that. And it, it they had one that I saw that was canary yellow. Beautiful. And Jeeps. I think Jeeps look good in yellow. Only certain ones, though, like old, like CJ7 Jeeps, those look good in yellow.
1: I think some VW wagons can look pretty good in yellow.
0: A, a Beetle can get away with it. I don't think it necessarily looks good. Yeah. I don't think it looks bad. But I not- we remember
1: seeing some yellow ones, I think.
0: Yeah, they had some yellow ones. It's
1: just such a weird-looking car in the first place.
0: Yeah. Are you talking about the buses or the Beatles?
1: The Beatles. Yeah. The Bugs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some of them can get away with it.
3: But, um, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I kind of want a Baja Bug. You ever seen one of those?
1: Yeah, I think I have.
0: I I think those things are cool.
1: I want a fucking... I want a, one of those. What do they call them?
0: Slingshots? Oh, the little three wheeled car thing? Yeah. Dude, no. I want
1: one of those so bad. No. They look so cool.
0: They're so gay, though.
1: No, they're not. They're not gay. That shit's awesome. That's gay. Your face is gay. That thing looks cool.
0: And my face dude, is not we were, gay.
1: At, we were at the pond. A dude pulled up in one of those, and it was just fucking awesome. It was sharp, dude. Had red metallic, you know, like cherry paint, like powder coated. It was fucking had black trim. God, the thing was fucking amazing looking.
0: Like, I just, I don't like them.
1: I don't, I don't understand why.
0: It's just, it's so dumb. It's like those three. What's w-
1: dumb about it? Is it because it's different?
0: No, I like weird shit. That's a weird thing. I like a lot of weird things, but I cannot get behind those, man. I'm sorry. What's wrong with
1: them? Why don't you like them?
0: It's just not, it just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're going to have a car, have a car.
1: It's a go kart.
0: It's not a go-kart.
1: It feels like a go-kart.
0: It probably handles like one, but then at the same time, like, you have one contact surface that is driving you. So the rear wheel is the single wheel, and that's where the power gets put down. So you're, it's going to handle weird. It's going to not put, like, if you, if you had more than 200 horsepower... That thing's gonna spin tire every time you put your foot on the gas. <laughs> it's so lightweight in the rear end, and you have base, you have one contact surface.
1: I don't think it's a—it's a, it's a let's haul ass vehicle.
0: No, I mean it's a beach cruiser, is what it is, basically. Yeah. And you know, it's I guess that in that aspect, legal. it's fine. But it's just—it's just not practical. It's not what I want out of a car. Yeah, it's not even a car. It yeah, it is. It's a motorcycle. It, it is classified as a motorcycle in every
1: state It's yep. illegal in Texas Because Texas said You know motorcycles have saddles <laughs> they, that, they, That's
0: a very Texas thing to say yeah. yeah,
1: They said that to be a motorcycle To qualify as a motorcycle you must have a saddle And it doesn't have one of those So but, you yeah. can't
0: drive one in Texas
1: Mm-mm. They're not legal in Texas Not street legal
0: huh. But yeah, yeah or else Texas. you have
1: to get a motorcycle license It's got a motorcycle plate
0: That is ridiculous
1: it's considered a motorcycle. That's why you can buy them from, you know,
0: extreme power sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. I guess I could see it. It's still weird.
1: That's just what they have to classify it as. It's not a motorcycle. Yeah. You know,
0: like if I was, if I was going to spend that kind of money on a car, cause I mean, they're like, you know, several thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, and the, the th- what I
1: hate about them is that you're outdoors. Like, like, there's not an inside, and it's, a, it's closer to a car than it is to a motorcycle, but yeah. it's still, you don't, you're not cased in at all. You're outside.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you have roll bars, but I mean, it's basically the same concept as the Jeep or a convertible, you know, you have an open top. It still has doors, most of them, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I don't want an open top.
0: Well, then buy a regular car.
1: That's my point.
0: Well, I thought you were arguing for them, not against them.
1: I said, but, you know, one thing I wouldn't like is being outside. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it
0: was fun in the Jeep.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we were teenagers.
0: Yeah. I do have to say, I will agree with you there. I learned my lesson. I will never have another Jeep as a daily driver. (laughs) It is just... The worst kind of vehicle for that. It is not a daily driver. It is a really fun toy. It's an awesome get-around-town on the weekends. But if it is any kind of bad weather outside, I'm taking the truck.
1: It would have been nice for, like, driving around the port or something. Like, on base, where, where, you know, the primary speed limit is 25. Yeah. Probably been pretty fun.
0: Yeah. On a great, on a nice, clear day, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, I would even, you know, I would take it to work from time to time. If it's a nice day, I know it's not going to rain. I'll take the top off and just ride it, you know.
1: You know, driving okay. around Fort Benning is like therapy for road rage. Like, I have much less active road rage on weeks when I get to drive around Fort Benning. Yeah. Because no one's allowed to be crazy. Like, super, yeah. super slow Because those
0: MPs, man, they will fuck you up. They
1: will. <laughs> And when you're driving a government vehicle, you you obey this traffic laws.
0: <laughs> I bet you do.
1: <laughs> They're tracking you.
0: You know, it, it's kind of funny, because, like, when we were younger, yeah, I don't remember you really having road rage.
1: No, it just sort of developed over time. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fair. Mine did, too. Dude, I, I had real rage the other day. I got to tell you about this. So... I got into an altercation with this crackhead lady. Yep. I went into the gas station by where I work one morning. I was, you know, they have breakfast in there. Mm -hmm. They have like a little cafe. You go up, you tell them what you want. My personal favorite is a uh, sausage link egg and cheese on toast with a bowl of grits. Cheese grits to be exact.
1: I like the sausage patty. Sausage patty, excuse me.
0: I'm a link guy. I don't I don't really care for the patty.
1: Yeah. I, you look like a wiener guy.
0: <laughs> okay, fuck you for one.
1: <laughs> Sorry. That was very low-hanging fruit, and it wasn't even all that good. No. Should have passed.
0: Yeah, you should have. <laughs> anyway, so um, I go, go up there. I'm going to go get my breakfast and stuff, and I park, and there's a woman and this little shitty Buick parked next to me and I go to get out of my vehicle and when I do that, like, I'm, I'm wearing my steel toes, they're a little bit longer than my usual boots so I, I try to be cognizant of where my door goes because, I quit focusing on the damn... It's
1: so just a spider
0: Yeah, it is a spider
1: And doesn't it make you stop when you realize it's a spider?
0: Yeah, it is weird
1: How did he get in here? I, I get the moths, where did he come from?
0: Maybe he rode in on the back of him. Weird. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Sorry.
0: Anyway. I didn't mean to derail you there. It's all right. Kind of derailed myself. Um. But anyway, so I go to get out, and I'm I'm pretty usually pretty cognizant of where my door goes, basis of the story, because I don't want to hit somebody, because I had a bad experience like that when I was a kid. And anyway, I go to get out, close my door, I start walking to the front door of the building, and I just hear this blood-curdling, crackhead voice.
2: <laughs> you hit my car! You hit my car!
0: <laughs> and I kind of i think to myself, it's like, God, whoever that lady's yelling at, I feel bad for them. And she keeps going. Says, you hit my car! And I turn around finally, and I was like, oh, shit, she's yelling at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you didn't hit her car.
0: I don't think I did, no i'm very positive if anything i think i might have brushed it with my hip and maybe that's what she was thinking but continue
1: so it gets more apparent
0: (laughs) yeah so i go ah shit she's talking to me i turn around i go back over there and she is just yelling at me like trying trying to berate me basically Man, this is going to cost me $45 at the mechanic to fix this. And I'm looking, and I'm like, how can you tell what I did, supposedly, versus everything fucking else wrong with your car? This side of this thing was all banged up and dinged up, and parts of it are rusted. I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, she was trying to get some free money.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. That was a scam. I'm pretty sure. Um... I'm like, what in the hell kind of shit is going on now? Like
1: That's why she it, said it's gonna cost forty five dollars. She wanted you to just give her forty five dollars.
0: I ain't giving that woman shit. Fuck no. Fuck that bitch. Yo cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like she looked like she was about sixty five, but in all actuality she was probably like thirty two. Deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh it anyway crack I, be that way though. It do be. People don't think it'd be that way, but it do though. and so I go over there and she's berating the shit out of me and I'm looking around and I'm like okay how in the hell could this possibly be my fault and I go to open the door to like see if maybe I could have done it which I'll give her this one little benefit of the doubt and I'll say that it could have been possible that I did but had she not done what she had done I wouldn't have acted the way I did Cause I, as she kept going and fucking going and I just started seeing red. Like I'm usually a pretty calm individual. I can keep my shit together, but that bitch brought it out of me. When did this happen? This was like Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, you know, I think it was Tuesday. No, it was Monday. It was Monday. And so I found, I lost it. I was like, fuck you, you old bitch. I didn't fucking hit your car. <laughs> and so we, we end up going at it for a second there. She goes and gets back in her car and is just sitting there yelling at her fucking steering wheel. <laughs> I'm like, this chick is crazy. Yeah,
1: you you needed to get out of there.
0: Yeah. So I, I actually moved my vehicle. I, I just... I took it from that spot, and I just put a little bit of space in between me and her and put it on the very front of the building where there was an open spot. And I say out loud, I say, I'm going to go check the camera because that gas station has cameras all over the place. They're a truck stop, too, so they got truckers coming in and out, and they, I guess, insurance purposes, whatever. I go in and talk to the people. I'm like, look, there's this lady out there saying I hit her car. Yada, yada, yada. Can you check the tape, maybe see... Something that I missed, you know, see if I actually did hit her car. And they go in there and the camera that they had pointed in that direction didn't catch it. It's a weird angle because the parking spots are right up against the building. And I say, all right, well, I'm going to go try and finish dealing with this fucking insane person. And I go out there and she has now moved. So she pulled out of her space, went around the gas pumps and is like blocking me in now
2: mm.
0: and is taking pictures of the back of my car. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not cool. <laughs> I'm I'm not okay with this. You didn't know. This is not how this is going to go down. And so I go walk over to her, her car door because she's sitting in her car still. And I go over there and as soon as I do, she fucking peels off out of the parking lot, and leaves. I am like, well, this probably isn't going to end good.
1: (laughs) You hadn't heard any more about it?
0: Not yet, so I'm not done, actually.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: So I walk back inside and go get my breakfast, because fuck it at this point. Go get it, and get back in my car, and I think to myself, you know what? I probably need to be the bigger person if not the bigger person at least go tattletale before she gets a chance to <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a self-report so I call I call 911 the The lady answers it and she says hello this is 911 what's your emergency and I, I've called the cops Well, I've called I've dialed 911 probably I think four times now in my life <laughs> and this being the fourth it's always an awkward conversation and I was like well I don't know if this is necessarily cons- uh, counts as a, an emergency but I need some directions here
2: <laughs> <laughs> need some direction.
0: and she goes okay well tell me what's going on I was like okay well I'm in the parking lot and I, I tell her where the situation happens and stuff and she's like okay well she did she leave yeah she's gone okay well i need you to do this and you go on the website and fill out a report we don't send cops out for this kind of thing anymore i'm like well okay um just to be clear i have to go back to work and i'll do it on my computer if i do that is that going to count as like leaving the scene of a crime am i going to get in trouble for that she says, no, she's already gone, so, I mean, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, yeah, I guess you got a point. Fair. Yeah. Actually, I think I have... I do. This is the actual police report. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> just in your shirt pocket, huh? Yeah, well, I I had printed it off just to you know have as a reference.
2: Yeah.
0: And... I just had it sitting there at my desk since, like, Monday or Tuesday, and I just finally was like, you know what, I probably don't need to leave this sitting here, so I'm going to take it home with me now. And it's been in my shirt pocket all day. Yeah, that's probably the maddest I've been in a while, was that that freaking crackhead.
1: Yeah, I can imagine, especially when you know what's happening. Fucking crackhead's trying to shake you down. Yeah. I wouldn't even turn the fuck around. I just kept walking. Somebody come up me fucking all crazy, hmm. they can't possibly be talking to me. I would have just kept going.
0: I'm a man. I am not smart sometimes.
1: I'm a man. I'm not smart sometimes, but you know, it depends. Some days so it's good to get that shit out. Sometimes, honestly. Yeah. yeah. People crazy shit happens in parking lots.
0: It does. Always seems like whatever. Anytime you see a crazy video of somebody getting in a fight.
1: It's in a parking lot.
0: It's always in a parking lot. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. Okay. I just remembered this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one of the guys at work showed me this video uh, last week, I think it was. And there's these two chicks, and they get into an altercation in the parking lot. This one, So they're at, they're at a car. It's like a Dodge Challenger or something like that. And it's sitting at a gas pump. And this this girl... And this... She's wearing like a... Like a skirt dress thing. She comes up and just starts wailing... On the windshield and on the hood... The windows, all that shit. She is just beating the hell out of this car... With like a baseball bat or a tire iron... Or something like that. And she's yelling and all this, that, and the other. And her boyfriend, I guess... I assume some other male entity comes up and is like trying to drag her away be like man you can't do this you know trying to be the voice of reason and stuff and this other like Amazon chick gets out of the car with her purse pulls a gun out of the purse and then just starts fucking unloading Jesus and the crazy thing this is on Instagram that I saw this video on. This wasn't on some other crazy website where you see fucked up stuff. This was on Instagram. Pulls a gun out, starts shooting. She fired, like, I think maybe four shots. You don't hear nothing
3: from that other girl. Damn it.
0: So, pretty sure first shot she took hit its mark. That girl was KO-
1: that is fucking crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. There are some crazy videos on the internet. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Really crazy stuff out there. <laughs>
0: it's mostly porn. Yep. A few fight videos, and then the rest of it's all cats. And
1: quicksand porn, whatever that is.
0: Yeah, according to Burt Kreischer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I found a whole string of, like, communities on, like, Reddit and stuff that just hate Burt. Why? They say he's annoying.
0: The guy's hilarious.
1: They they say he's a lot. They say he's annoying to listen to. And they're um. So you remember you remember the Bill Burt podcast? Yeah, Bill I think Burr. they still do it. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they quit doing it. Oh, no. uh, it's been like a year and a half since they did an episode. Oh, no. and Bert Kreischer talked about it on Joe Rogan, like it was Memorial Day or something. Yeah, and they had scheduled some dude to come on. excuse me. But Bert or, uh, Bill forgot and he was grilling with his family. And then, uh, Bert called him. and was like, Hey dude, we got the podcast. We got, you know, dude's ready. And they were doing a remote podcast. So they sort of guilted Bill into going. He didn't want to quit grilling. Yeah. And he went in there and sat down, fucking was doing the podcast with him and, I don't remember. The the guy that had on as a guest said something about Boston people. He said something about Boston people are racist or something.
0: Oh, and yeah, Bill's from Boston.
1: Yeah, he took huge offense to that.
0: So that's why they quit doing the podcast?
1: Yeah, Bill sort of ate that guy alive for about 20 minutes. Wow. Well, after he said that.
0: You know, Bill Burr doesn't seem like somebody you want to piss off. You no. know, he's he's... He's a really
1: angry guy. He's, he's
0: got some anger in there.
1: Yeah.
0: It seems like he's working it out these days, you know, getting getting better about that kind of thing.
1: He's a charisma barbarian. Oh yeah. <laughs> he
0: he he can hurt you with some words. Yeah. <laughs> but he he's makes like the words real it. and then he beats you with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. That that seems like a guy I wouldn't want to piss off.
1: It was funny watching him. He, he fucking roasted the shit out of Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. over masks. <laughs> and Joe Rogan was <laughs> talking shit about him with masks. He was like, why don't you put a mask on? And Bill was like, I don't want to talk about this with you, Joe. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this with you because yeah, I'm going to get all frustrated. He's like, what are you going to get frustrated for? Because masks for pussies. Don't wear a, you shouldn't wear a mask. Masks for pussies. And he's smoking a cigar with his face tilted up. <laughs> and Bill mm-hmm. Burr's just like, look at him, look at how tough he is with his fucking open nose and throat <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, i think I think that's a little different though that's like if you and me go in on each other, you know that's that's two buddies,
1: yeah, but goddamn, he hit him hard yeah <laughs> that was it was just a good roast.
0: Bill don't pull no punches,
1: Mm-mm. he hits you with it
0: I mean, if you've listened to five minutes of his stand up
1: but his 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 argument was like it's just like fucking roller skates, everybody was wearing' them to start with, and then there was one homophobic joke, and then everybody acted like they never did
0: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking chin diapers <laughs> chin diapers <laughs>
1: fucking you rollerblade uh, no, does your mom know you're gay? <laughs> I
0: don't think that's how that joke goes
1: yeah well if you if they say yeah, then you ask'. Them,
0: does your mom know you're gay?
1: Yeah. Or how long have you been? How long have you been gay? Yeah. Or some, you know,
0: some version of that. Yeah. A
1: question you can't answer because, you know, it, answering it
0: it's it's a setup. No yeah. matter which way you go.
1: Because if you say yes, then you're gay and your mom knows it. If you say no, oh, you haven't told her yet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that yeah. was the stupidest topic. <laughs>
0: It only got stupid at the end there. Yeah. But
1: Yeah, we've been at it for an hour and forty four minutes now. Yeah. Look at air.
0: Yeah, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Uh well, I guess I should go ahead and announce that I'm moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now that you've you've said that, I think the rage that I had on Monday was not gonna lie partially because of that. (laughs) It was like
1: That was a bad day
0: i was sad man
1: i'm sad too i don't want to go yeah but it is it feels good to to be missed you know but it i really don't have a choice i have to go yeah you know pops needs me out there
0: you got to do what you got to do man yeah don't fret though tammy because uh we're gonna try to keep the podcast going
1: yeah, we're gonna do it remote. So that that's a good reason to. We we need to tell Tammy about this now. <laughs> yeah, gotta
0: gotta hear it from the horse's mouth.
1: Yeah. So we've probably got like four more episodes of this traditional uh format. Yeah. Where we both meet in the same room and have a conversation. Uh, to like digital conversations because I'm gonna be about three hours away. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're going to figure all that out.
1: But, you know, we'll lose Echo that happens because I'm so loud. I pick up in Wolfman's mic. Yeah. So that'll get better. But there's just something about a conversation between, you know, two buddies, you know, in the same place. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, you get the feed off of each other better.
1: Yeah. Like, you, we can read body language. Yeah. Fucking, When you actually see a motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. you can really talk to him.
0: Though, this might pose an opportunity to start doing video, too, though.
1: Yeah, it would just get a nice place. God dang, dude, I have got a pimple right there.
0: Yeah, I've been staring at it all night.
1: <laughs> 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 I tried to cover it up with my mustache today at work. <laughs> God, it hurts so bad.
0: Uh, what's it called when you have like a, a pubic toupee? The to pubic toupee. I think it's called like a merkin. <laughs> 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 Need a merkin for your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hang on, check it out. Check it out. Check it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can still see it.
3: <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, maybe. At least you... we still had a good D and D session. Yeah. But yeah, I am. I'm moving down to Pine Tucky yeah way out gender in the middle of nowhere but i will have internet so we'll be able to do a podcast we might miss a week though yeah we should probably record a couple extra ones
0: yeah we need to do that because we kind of missed last week recording
1: yeah so we are by the skin of our pants right now this is going on yeah. three days
0: yep so we're doing we, we lost our backlog of yeah. one <laughs>
1: <laughs> We we should build like a two or three week backlog yeah just so that However long it takes, because they're kind of dicking me around about the internet out there. I called a motherfucker to turn the internet on at Paul Ball's house yesterday, and he was a punt and a half. Mm. Like, it, like he didn't want me to pay for it.
0: <laughs> Just take my money. <laughs> Just take my money.
1: And fucking put the fucking fiber out there, bro.
0: Yeah, but you already ran it, so like, what's the big deal, man?
1: Yeah, what, what's your, what's your problem, bro?
0: What's the deal, bro? <laughs> Yeah. So what we'll they're
1: they're attaching it to Paw Paw's electric bill, so he has to be uh you know, he has to be part of the phone call. He has got to confirm something. It wouldn't say what he had to confirm. Oh
0: yeah, well I guess, you know, it being in his name and everything that makes sense.
1: Yeah, but Pawan ain't got a fucking phone. Like we're gonna figure I guess I'm gonna have to go out there and pick Paw up and we can go where I have service. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can get fiber internet, but you can't make a phone call.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, shit, they cut out his landline.
0: Yeah, I don't really know if they do a lot of landlines anymore.
1: Yeah, they just didn't. It fucked up when they were repaving the road or something, and they just never put it back in for him. He called and asked about it. I said, oh, we're not even supporting that anymore. They did away with 3G, and he had a 3G phone for a while.
3: Mm. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah.
1: I'm sure he could get an updated version. Just nobody has taken him to the store, or nobody has looked into getting him one.
0: Yeah, I would say it'd be probably a good idea to do that. But I mean, with you moving there so soon, it's—I don't know if it's really going to make a big difference or not. What for him to have a phone?
1: Oh well, I'm going to get him a phone while I'm there. We can talk to his buddies and stuff.
0: Oh well, yeah, I guess I'd.
1: You know, just so I'm just well. Even if I do just get internet and just give him an internet phone, you know, yeah, like still has a number he can give to his friends so he can talk to them.
0: But yeah, I mean, you know, right he now. he's still a person. He deserves that.
1: Yeah, he needs to be able to communicate with the fucking world.
0: Yeah, he still has friends. Yeah, even though he's old as fucking dirt.
1: Yeah, he's not living a lot of his friends. How about partied hard?
0: You know, he's like. The backwoods version of, um, what's his name? I want to say Keith Richards, but that's not it. Fucking guy from Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger, there you go.
1: Hey, it's a backwoods Mick Jagger. But Mick Jagger's still fucking Mm. out there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like like he's some (laughs) kind of mythical beast. That guy's on fucking Pluto right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh.
1: Yeah. So the podcast will sound a little different
3: in
0: the yeah. future. I, remind me next week. I need to bring my laptop over here and we'll start playing with it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, literally all you got to do is download Discord. Yeah. And I'll do everything else.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Because I'm just going to. So as long as you're coming through Discord and I'm going into my mic, I can just set OBS to, you know, record Discord and my input at the same time. And boom.
0: So. There you go.
1: And if even if there's a little delay, I can just move it a little bit. You know. We have full editorial control.
0: I think we can figure it out. Oh yeah. We're two relatively unintelligent fellows.
1: Yeah, we're some pretty fart smellers.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Might need to need, need you to help me clean that thing up too. That thing is so slow.
1: What what kind of what kind of operating system you got? We should probably end the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good spot.
1: Yeah. What kind of what, what kind of opera, operating system is it?
0: Oh, dude, I don't, it's Windows. That's All I know. How old is it? I got it in 2018. I want to say hmm. 2017. Oh well, it's and probably it, it's probably it, a Windows 10. Yeah.
1: If not, I got a clean boot of Windows 10 right in there.
0: Okay. Well, I don't want to take everything off of it because I got a bunch of pictures and stuff on there, too.
1: You got a... flash drive.
0: I can get one. They're pretty cheap. If I don't have one laying around the house.
1: I actually have one laying in there. I can probably let you use.
0: Yeah. I can say it was a cheap computer when I bought it. it like, three or four hundred dollars. Yeah. It's a little shitty. I bought it for some classes I was taking.
1: I'm kind of excited to take this little this little box thing, the pub halls, and just, like, put it in the kitchen or something. Yeah. Just have a kitchen computer, you know, because I'm not going to be taking the table.
0: Yeah, I got to start moving some stuff around, see if I got some space to put this thing.
1: Yeah. If, well, you know, if that is if you have a place. If you don't, that's okay. I can figure out something.
0: I'm going to try. Because, uh, you know, after today, with the guys finally, like, getting together after you told all of us, because, like, you, you you know, you called me, but the rest of them kind of got it over text okay. messages and yeah. stuff.
1: Well, we do a podcast. Yeah. You know, and we're bro-bros.
0: Yeah, you're my buddy. Yeah. But, um, like, I was kind of – I was already mentally prepared for the rest of it. But when, when everybody got here in person today, it kind of hit me a little bit of, like, you know, I don't want it to go away. Yeah. So I, I think – I'm going to actually have to sit down and buckle down on that that campaign I've been trying to write.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would be honored to pass the DM torch to you.
0: (laughs) Well, I would be honored to receive it from you.
1: Sorry, like, for all the backseat DMing in your one-shot. It's okay. I fucking...
0: I I half ass expected it.
1: (laughs) I was drinking, too. I'm a real
0: you're excited the forever dm finally gets to play
1: and then all i did was backseat dm
0: <laughs> yes and no i mean you let this you let me lead the story it was just more of the technical things that you were i would say helping me out with because there were questions
1: helping john I, I
0: yeah there were questions that came up that i wasn't 100 percent able to answer and that's where you kind of stepped in to, to to help me out there
1: And once you start me, it's hard to stop me.
0: Yeah, it'd be that way. It's the same thing here. You know, especially, like, if I know something, and I hear somebody that doesn't really know something, know about that something, start talking about some shit, I'm going to stick my nose in where I don't need to stick it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, whenever you become the, the main authority, like, I've just been the most likely to know the answer to those questions for so long. Yeah. Like... The group, the home group that I started uh, back in Kentucky, by the way, that group's getting back together as soon as I come back. Oh, yeah? Yep. They're still playing, but they said it's kind of, they've been sort of uh dull lately. Like they play maybe once a month. Oh, yeah. And no one's really excited about it.
0: So is the uh, sup guy still playing?
1: mm well, we, we kicked him out of the group <laughs> before I left. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it needed to happen. But then it kind of left them without any peanut gallery. Peanut gallery is a valuable asset. Yeah,
0: you got to have some comedic relief. You know, somebody to kind of...
1: To blame everything on.
0: <laughs> that and, you know, to, to, to be the problem pointer outer.
1: Yeah. As long as he's the problem... We're not the problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, a fall guy, if you would.
1: Yeah. And even if he doesn't even, you know, really participate in the story, there's someone to hear us participate in the story, which yeah. is a powerful thing.
0: Yeah, you know, because it's, it's like, what's the sound of one hand clapping? Or if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, doesn't it make a sound. Yeah. If Life. you don't have somebody to comment on the dumb shit that you're doing, are you really doing anything?
1: D&D is absolutely a lot more fun. It's the same reason we did the podcast. Yeah. Because, you know, our conversations were just being wasted.
0: Yeah, they really were. I feel like there was so much more entertainment value in a, in a, this being a podcast than just you and me sitting around. Yeah. Not that I don't like it when we sit around and talk shit. But but it,
1: there's some gold in there sometimes. Yeah. There, some really there's funny some funny shit. There's
0: some things that I feel like the general public needs to hear when we say it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and you like, know what? I, I think
0: that's a little bit of my own narcissism coming out.
1: And this is a fucking time capsule, man. Yeah. And we're, we're on the internet. We're going to last forever. Like, our great, 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 great grandchildren can listen to this.
0: Yeah, if there's still a thing called the human race.
1: Yeah, if that, that's true. That's not only that four. What is I mean, that, like, two, years?
0: Great, 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 great. How many greats did you put in there?
1: Seven, eight.
0: Okay, so think about the human lifespan.
1: Right. I'm not going to be
0: there. No, obviously not. But, like, okay, a hundred years is basically a person and a half. Mm-hmm. About know.
1: that many greats ago, my very first crow ancestors... Left Ireland and went to South Carolina.
0: Great, great. Okay, so let's see. That
1: is Charles. So each,
0: each generation is roughly 30 years. So 30 times 7 is 210 years. Roughly. Say 250 on the top end there.
1: Yeah, and that amount of time, if, like, I doubt there'll just be no way to... Here mp3s by then
0: yeah i mean you got a point it's possible they could be on like mp7 by then
1: right <laughs> well we have mp4 this is technically an mp4 because it's a video yeah but it's an mp3 if you get it from like spotify
0: yeah by the way um i don't think we uploaded the most recent episode on spotify yeah we did uh uh-uh.
1: yeah i put it on the rss feed
0: It wasn't there the other day. I'll be honest with you, I hadn't looked since, like, Tuesday. Hold on, I'm going to look now. Okay. Because it came out on YouTube, for sure. But I don't think it ever went to Spotify and the other ones.
1: That would
3: suck if it didn't.
0: My phone is very slow. Hold on, it's coming up.
1: Well, so, funny story. I uploaded the last last podcast twice. First time I uploaded it, I had forgotten... To uh, put the quacks in. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to re-listen to it very carefully and put the quacks in the right places and give John a nose.
3: That's fair. Oh, shit. I'm making noise. Should be episode eight? Yeah, it is. So episode nine was the twenty podcast.
0: Nope. Episode seven is the last one on Spotify.
1: Well balls. I guess I must not have remembered to re upload it after I pulled down the old one. Yeah. Whoops.
0: Oh well, we can fix it.
1: Yeah. At least you know we got the we got the YouTubes.
0: Yeah, you know. That's I think that's where most of our stuff comes from anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, it's exactly been two hours. Yeah. Uh, well, and dude. I'd- it's 1 12 in the morning i might not go to work tomorrow
0: i'm not going to work tomorrow <laughs>